What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Shots NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Hernishan, joined, as always, by my colleague over at Blue Chip Scouting, the best co-host in the business, Devin Jackson. Devin, how you doing today, man? Pretty good, man. It's Wednesday afternoon, day before Thanksgiving. So uh, to everyone that's listening to this, either on Thanksgiving or, or on Friday, happy Thanksgiving. I know it's not Happy Friday, happy Thursday, whatever you like <laughs> I'm about to, to say, uh, Thanksgiving is not happening tomorrow in Canada. Um, it's already happened, correct? Yeah, a month ago. So, but yeah, I think uh, you guys still actually have a day. There is some like holiday that you guys have down south that it coalides with whenever our Thanksgiving is, but th- it doesn't go the same way. We just stole all your Black Friday stuff because we used to rush to the border, and now we don't rush to the border anymore. We just decided, well, here's a bunch of free shit. Like, <laughs> that's just kind of how that works up here. <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving's going to look a different, a little bit different this year, so will Black Friday. So uh, for y'all listening, stay safe. Uh, don't be stupid. The PS5 is not worth Corona, so... Be smart. Just do what I'm doing. Wait till wait wait till March. Uh, I don't uh, think but, some, I don't think people have that patience anymore. No, they don't. Uh, but Devin, you do want to take uh, one thing from Black Friday this week? Let me just remind y'all that this episode is brought to you by our friends over at Built Bar. Who, starting today, if you are listening to this on Thursday, yes, at five o'clock today, Thursday night, all the way through till Monday. Devin, let me just read you what what they got going on right now. So, this week, Built Bar is launching two white chocolate-flavored Built Bars. Now, I love some white chocolate. They sent me a couple of bars as as, as a sample, uh, you know, because, you know, we important. We sponsored by them. Um, And, dude, I got to tell you, as someone who's a big fan of white chocolate, absolutely loved them. Fantastic. So, they gave me uh, the white chocolate cookies and cream. Now, that's, like, right up my alley. But... This week, they are not only launching that, you get two free candy cane brownie protein bars. And I'll tell you, just saying that, I can hear some people going, damn, that's got to be really, really bad for you. Nope, 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, only 5 grams of sugar. And I'll tell you, they sent me two of those as well. Delicious. Absolutely incredible. And if that weren't enough, 25% off whatever you order you want to get four hundred dollars worth of built bars get 25 percent off of that devin's face just lit up but if you use our promo code big shots all one word you get an additional percentage off you get 28 percent off your order all the way through till monday It'd be criminal not to use the promo code 28% off. So, y'all, go ahead, order some Built Bars. They're the best in the market. Just just do yourself a favor. Just do yourself a favor. And help support the show as well. Help support the show. Help us help you and help us again. Now that that's out of the way, Deb, let's talk about these uh, college football playoff rankings. Because these are bad. These are just straight-up bad rankings, if we're being honest. First of all, okay, the one, I, the one I'm, I'm less upset about is BYU. Because they ain't faced nobody yet. Well, yeah, I mean, they have a soft schedule, so I can't... Nobody should expect them to be 
No, I, I was a little bit surprised. I was all the way down at 14 and some of the teams ranked ahead of them. But at the end of the day, I, I felt like they were going to be somewhere in that top 15. Okay, so here are my big issues I have with them. I've got them all ranked, you know, pulled up in front of me. I have no problem with the top four. Bama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State, in that order. A&M at five? No, not really. I don't really like that one. I will put Florida ahead of them. Florida's six, okay. Cincinnati at seven? All right, they've been there about all, all year. Northwestern at eight? I think that's too high. Why is five and two Georgia at nine? Most overrated five and two team in the country. Miami ten. What has Oklahoma done to be ranked eleventh? Just be Oklahoma State. You mean, I mean the if you, if you look, third ranked Oklahoma State team? I mean, if you look at their schedule, they haven't beat anybody. No. no, no, except for Oklahoma State. They beat everyone but, else has been trash. Texas is seventeenth. I don't know. They beating Oklahoma State seems to be the key to being in the top twenty-five in the Big Twelve. Coastal Carolina fell to fell to twentieth. They were fifteenth in the poll. Marshall I, fell to twenty-first. I'm not surprised by those. Uh, I know. Freaking Iowa though at twenty-four. I hate that. I hate that. They started. They just, yeah, they've won three in a row. They've won three in a in a row. Congratulations. You've, you you know you, you're not terrible, but you not, you should be ranked. Should not be ranked. I'm sorry. I mean they're three and two and they um. Who did they even beat? They beat Michigan State, Minnesota, and Penn State. State. Ooh. I mean, those are Man, not impressive at all. You and Northwestern. I guess that, North, that Northwestern win is, is pulling them into the top 25, that, that loss. I, I don't understand. I really don't, under, I really don't understand because, for me, Texas A&M is a glaring one for me. Uh, they have not looked really good. I mean, they beat Florida, but they – Got embarrassed by Alabama. They barely beat Vanderbilt. I mean, their resume is not that impressive. Like they're they could you could argue they're a top ten team. I mean, just based on everyone else. But I mean, five. I can't get with that. Um, there there were some people that are mad about Ohio State being ranked lower than Clemson, bro. Bro, Ohio State played Indiana. That was it. They played Rutgers, Nebraska. And uh, Penn State, they don't have a great combined record. So I, I don't understand why people were mad got, about that. I got no issue with that. Um, while we're on the topic of this, before we get into this week's preview, as we always do, Wisconsin has been disqualified from contention for the Big Ten. What I mean by that is no matter how good they they they, they do, they can't play in the Big Ten Championship. And I'm okay with that. You want to know why? Because they have now had another COVID outbreak. I don't know what they're doing out there, man. But they, even if they had the eligible record, they couldn't. They don't deserve to be in the Big Ten Championship at all. So, uh, they, have, they have not handled it well, and no. it, it's, it's ugly. They're, they're the Big Ten equivalent of Arizona State. So yep. I will um, say. What else we got? Oh, Rashad Bateman opted out. This afternoon, good for he's, him. Minnesota's garbage. I think he's probably going to go top twenty-ish. I like the landing spot I put in my mock draft that you can read on uh, Blue Chip Scouting. Uh, yeah, there you go, nice little self plug. 
Uh, I put him with, with Baltimore because he's the exact opposite of everything Baltimore has and exactly what they need, which is a big bodied receiver that can catch. Yeah, they, they don't have that. They got they a bunch of small dudes with inconsistent right hands. Yep. But I will say, I will say about Baden before we move on. Uh, I think he goes in the Justin Jefferson range. And to me, I think that if teams he, are, I was going to say find... if he goes one pick before the Eagles, I'm going to be pissed, but. <laughs> I'm sorry, one pick after the Eagles? Yeah, um, I think he goes about that range, like you said, in the late teens, early 20s. Um, and I think he goes to a good team and, and immediately contributes. I think that, you know, just like Justin Jefferson, he has inside and outside versatility. So I think that will help him at the next level when he's just a dog. Me and you saw it immediately against uh, San Diego State. Uh, not San Diego, but South, South Dakota, Dakota State. South Dakota State last year had that one-handed grab, and it's been the Bateman train since then. So mm-hmm. I'm, all, I'm, you, you mentioned it to me in a text that we always seem to be before everybody else, especially the Big Ten guys. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't hard to see that Micah Parsons is going to be special, but you know, we we saw David Bell immediately. You know, we saw uh, Bateman, uh, Antoine Winfield Jr. to some degree as well, Muhammad Ibrahim. So we, we, we see these guys, man. We you know about Brown. <sighs> man, that, that one hurt me. That one does hurt. It hurts. Um man, that, that sucks. But yeah. we 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 see talent and you know, we tweeted out videos of them before they, they got big big time uh we even said even last year that you know Bateman might be better than Tyler Johnson and that has been all but confirmed. Oh yeah. All right, let's get into these picks now again. This is this is weird because a lot of these like major rivalries were supposed to be this week because, you know, if this were a regular season, it would be about when the college season was wrapping up, but we still got like another month of this. Two so, months. Probably. Well, no, I mean regular season. Oh, I was about to say probably Full season months. kicks off on like the 20th. They waste no time the day the day after the it's SEC just like oh yeah you got a week to prepare like damn man got to get all the way out there and prepare and not get COVID man we know we know some of those games gonna get canceled so they already out here canceling bowl games but anyways like in a normal year we'd see you know uh, North Carolina versus North Carolina State but that game already happened. We'd see Ohio State Michigan but they're saving that to the end of the Big Ten season. Please just cancel it now. We'd see Indiana Purdue, but they're saving that to the end of the season. We still have a couple of these rivalry games. Obviously, some got canceled because, you know, you can't do South Carolina and Clemson because they're not in the same conference this year. Can't do, well, you can't do Minnesota, Wisconsin because Wisconsin can't get a handle on their shit, but. Georgia and Georgia Tech as well. Georgia, Georgia Tech. Thank you. That was the other one I was thinking. I'm sitting there. I'm like, there's another big one I'm thinking of. Uh, so some of them can't happen this year. Some of them aren't happening just due to circumstance as well within the conference, within the programs. So we're just kind of kind of go through again, top 25. Um, man, it's not the greatest slate, but we, let's just get into it. So this starts off Friday noon on ABC, number 13, Iowa State versus at, sorry, number 17, Texas. Texas favored by a point over under on this game is 57. I mean, by the way, who who wins by getting the 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 betting line right? I mean, it's one point. <laughs> just it's one it. point. 
If you say Iowa State covers, you say they win. Because it ain't no tie. But not only that, if Texas wins this, the Big 12, all sorts of doesn't matter. Well, yeah, I mean, pretty much at this point, Oklahoma and Iowa State are the only hopes of of getting in the playoff. And that's very slim. They already got two losses. Yeah, that's very slim. And we can't forget, they lost to Louisiana Lafayette. I will not let them forget that. No, I will no, no, not no. let them sit here in 2023. Devin's just gonna be like, "Hey, remember when Iowa State lost to Louisiana Lafayette?" Followed by the statement, "Remember Brock Purdy was QB four." <laughs> um, anyway, who got why? I have absolutely no confidence in this pick, but Texas wins. Just straight up, I think Joseph Asai has a big day, um, and that's all I got for that. The only prediction I have for this game, Devin. By the way, I'm picking Texas. The only other prediction I have for this game. Sam Ellinger will be handed a microphone. And he will proclaim that Texas is back. And then next year they'll go 7-5. and five. But on a serious <laughs> note, do you realize we might be inching closer to Oklahoma-Texas Rematch? No, I don't want that, though. I don't want that. Why couldn't Oklahoma State just do their job last week? Like, here's the thing. Oklahoma State didn't, and we talked about this earlier in the week, but I'm still not over it. Oklahoma State had one job, don't lose. They not only didn't do that, they just came and went, oh, there's a football game going on right now. Well, damn, we're down 28 points. And then they just gave up. They're still little brothers to Oklahoma and Texas. God, man. But, yeah, Texas wins this one. Yeah, I mean, I'm not excited about the Big 12, really. Um, I am excited to see Joseph Asai because I will be probably watching this game in some capacity. And I want to see Brees Hall go off again. How about this next one? I know you're dying to watch this one. The potent Iowa passing attack, which in... Five games has 945 yards. <laughs> Against Nebraska. Now, honestly, I, if I'm watching this game at all, it's for defensive lineman Davion Nixon, who I forgot to mention on the uh, podcast earlier this week. Homeboy at 320 pounds not only just intercepted Sean Clifford, he not only took it to the house, but along the way, he juked out Sean Clifford on his way to the end zone. <laughs> yeah, it was it was all bad, man. The only reason I'd watch the game. And for Tyler Goodson for next year. But other than that, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, look. Um, it's not a great game. Nope. Uh, uh, pro- Iowa favored by 13.5 over under is 53. I'm taking an I'm smashing under on this one. Um, yeah, pretty much. I'm just watching him for, uh, Alaric Jackson, uh, Tyler Goodson. I want to see the receivers. I want to see him have a big game. Uh, uh, Amir Smith-Marset, um, as well as, uh, is Brandon Smith still around? Um, but, but somehow Nicholas Regani is the leading receiver for Iowa. So despite all the weapons they have, 
Regani is still the leading receiver, so I'm a little bit disappointed about that. But at the end of the day, I was going to win the game. Uh, hopefully, I want to see Wondell Robinson get going. I think that, you know, he's a electrifying player. And he might be talked about next summer in the same light that Tutu Atwell and some of those guys like that. He's kind of that mold running back slash receiver. Um, so I think he'll be talked about in kind of that light next summer. A fun player, but I don't know how he translates to the NFL. But again, that's going to be another conversation for the summer. But so we're both Iowa. picking Iowa, right? Yeah, yeah, Iowa's going to win. They cover. Yes. All right. Number two, Notre Dame on the road against number nineteen, North Carolina. Notre Dame favored by five. Over under on this game sixty-seven and a half. What you got? Upset alert. Oh. I'm picking North Carolina to upset Notre Dame, and Sam Howell was the reason. I just saw this, Stefan. You can get into this game for as low as $381. It is that. It, where is it at? Is it Notre Dame or North Carolina? It's 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 in Chapel Hill, so it's uh, North Carolina. Thank God. Oh, boy. I didn't want to see another Notre Dame storm the field. Um. Anyway... Ian Book is due for an Ian Book game, and I think that is this game. I don't really have a ton of faith in North Carolina's defense, considering they've given up a ton of yards and points this season, so it will likely be a shootout. Um, but I got North Carolina winning. I think that um, they need a signature win this season. They were close to being Clemson last year. I think that is time, and I think Sam Howell might have a Heisman moment. He might have a Heisman moment on Friday. Uh, this one's tough. Or, or Saturday, my bad. No, this, this, this Friday? is Friday. This is Friday. Friday. Oh, this is Friday. Friday, my bad. So, here's, here's my thing, Devin. So, when you watch um, North Carolina on defense, not one of their guys can tackle. Like, none of them. No one in the secondary. Chaz Surratt is having... All sorts of issues bringing guys down to the ground. On Notre Dame's defense, though, they got one of the best linebackers in the country in Jeremiah Wusukoromoa. And they also have probably one of the best safeties in the country, and he's not even draft eligible in Kyle Hamilton. Like, this kid is full-on unicorn. He's like 6'3", 230, fast as hell, going to be talked about a lot over the summer. I have more faith in Notre Dame's defense slowing down North Carolina than I have in North Carolina slowing down Notre Dame. For that reason, I'm going to pick Notre Dame. I can't be mad at the pick. I mean, uh, Jock, I'm going to just start calling him Jock because there's no point in saying his whole name because um, everyone knows who you're talking about at this point. Uh, but he, he's such a good player. Uh, I think he's going to be the second best linebacker once it's all said and done, just based on his versatility and what he brings to the game. Uh, no disrespect to Nick Bolden, um, you know, uh, as well as Dylan Moses. Uh, but I think he's the second best linebacker in this class. Zayvon Collins stacks up in, in, in that mix as well. But uh, when it's all said and done, he's definitely the sec second best linebacker, in my opinion. Um, you know, Kyle Hamilton has been phenomenal. He's going to be a great prospect. To me, I think it's just going to come down to, 
I don't think Notre Dame is going to have an answer for Sam Howell. Uh, and he's been playing some of the best football probably in his career. I understand he played Wake Forest last week. It's not exactly a premier opponent or, or a couple of weeks ago whenever they played them. Um, but I have confidence that he can make plays um, against Notre Dame because they did show that they are not invincible. Uh, Clemson did move up and down the field and with a backup quarterback. So I'm thinking North Carolina has that talented quarterback to do it. They got the weapons, Daz Newsome, as well as Deami Brown. I think they can do it. Devin, do you want to hear something that will make us feel really, really old? What? I mentioned Cal Hamilton, the, the, the sophomore uh, safety for Notre Dame. He was born in 2001. Time to end. Time to end. Goddamn, we, we, we getting old, old. We getting old, old, man. I remember, I remember the times the prospects were almost our age. Now they're like four or five years younger. Yeah, dude. I think the, do you know who the, the last NFL player that was born before me was? You told me this, but I don't remember. Miles Garrett. Ah, yes. <laughs> he was born one day before me. And he he now makes twenty million dollars a year. I don't even make twenty dollars an hour. Damn. Granted, I mean you're all, you're about a week you know separated from Deshaun Watson, so be like that sometimes, man. I think Todd Gurley as well for you. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Moving on, Oregon versus Oregon State. Oregon's on the road, 13.5 point favorite, over under 64. Uh, give me Oregon and give me to co- give me them to cover. Um, I'm sorry, Oregon State. They, they, Jamar Jefferson is great. He's really but, good. He's but, really good. But they do not have a great overall team. Someone I'm a little disappointed is Hamlicar uh, Rashad. I'm surprised he has not had a better season than he has. Uh, and he was someone that I thought may be a riser, but we really have not heard a thing from him this season. Yeah. Uh, he, he's been, he's been silent. He's been pretty much completely silent. Uh, I'm going to pick Oregon as well. I think they cover as well. Uh, let me just pull up the next game. What do we got right here? So now we're on to Saturday. We got number four Ohio State on the road in Champaign to face two and three Illinois. Over under on this game is seventy one, and Ohio State is favored by twenty eight and a half. Give me Ohio State and them to cover. Um, they have something to prove this upcoming week. Um, Justin Fields is coming off his his probably his worst game collegiately. Um, Sean Wade has, has had his struggles. He had a pick six, but he's had his struggles in coverage. Uh, Baron Browning has had a little bit of struggle as well. I know that him and um, that cannot think of his first name. Uh, Pete Warner. Pete, yeah, Pete Warner. They they're a great duo. I think Warner is playing a little bit better and probably translates better to the NFL modern NFL game uh, based on his skill set. Um, but in general, they did not have a great week last week. You know, Indiana took him right down to the wire. Uh, 42-35 win for Ohio State. So expect Justin Fields to probably go for 300 yards and four touchdowns in this game, probably in the first half. Because, um, listen, man. I, I love how you just have no faith in them whatsoever. Listen, this is I mean, not, you're not wrong to not have any faith in them. This, listen, this is not the Levy Smith team that beat Wisconsin last year. No, it is not. They are not going to let Brandon Peters throw 
50, 60 yard touchdowns. I do want to see how Josh Emater Bebe goes up against Sean Wade. I think that'll be an intriguing matchup. Um, at least for, for Illinois, one of the few intriguing matchups because everywhere else is pretty a total mismatch. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a rough day for Illinois, man. Uh, they're going to, they're going to lose big and, and Ohio State's going to cover. Yeah, can't argue with that. Uh, Ohio State's going to kick crap out of them. Probably went by about 30. <laughs> I ain't got nothing else to say on that one. Kentucky on the road at number six, Florida. Florida flavored. Florida's flavored by, uh, <laughs> all right, let's try that. Let's try that sentence again. Florida is favored. There we go. By 25 points, the over under on this game is 61. Now, I would have a lot more confidence in Kentucky if they hadn't just lost by 60 points. Everything I knew, thought I knew, uh, I thought Kentucky was going to cover last week. I was not even close. Not even close. So they you could have I, been up fourteen to thirteen. That's how crazy that game was. And they still probably were lost by sixty. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I got Florida, and now I'm gonna take them to cover, man. I just this Kentucky team has been so inconsistent. You know, one week they they'll put up a great fight. You know, beat Miss uh, beat Mississippi State. You know, beat whoever else they beat. Barely lose to Ole Miss, I think, but. Then another week they're getting absolutely blown off the field. So I gotta take I gotta take Florida to win and to cover. Uh looking forward to seeing uh Kyle Trask once again, see how he does. Uh Kadarius Tony as well. Gotta gotta be um a big name to watch. Trayvon Grimes, that's someone that you should keep an eye out for because he has been really, really good for for the Gators and he's showing some of his skill set uh on some of Trask is not great passes because there have been a couple passes that have not been great. The touchdown catch um, that Grimes had last week was in double coverage, so that showcase he has good ball skills. But you, I, I'm looking forward to him to hopefully uh, continuing his his hot start to the season. Um, I, I don't know what the status of Kyle Pitts is. I, I haven't heard uh, his name in quite some time. He's probably not going to play for a while again, maybe not even play again this season, so we'll see. Um, but the defense has to has to play better <laughs> for them to have a chance to win the SEC. So hopefully they take care of business against Kentucky, but we don't know what Kentucky, they, they play different every week. For sure. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pick uh, Florida. They cover. Give me the over as well. Now, Devin, I don't know if you quite remember this game from last year specifically. But I do, because I went on a massive rant on this very podcast about this game last year. Remember when Maryland had like three chances to win in the last five minutes against Indiana? I remember that. Yes, yes. One of the more infamous episodes of the podcast. I believe it's episode five. Um, yeah, this is this is how far these two teams have come. In a year. Yeah, because Maryland is not not the same pushover team. It's been a couple weeks since they played, but they're not the same pushover team. Not only that, but Indiana, not the same 7-5 and five team or 8-4 and four team that they were last year. This is a legit team. All that saying, that number 12, Indiana being favored by 11.5, over under 62, I'm smashing 
Indiana on this one. Yeah, Indiana's going to win the game. Uh, they, this they, team can put up 50. Yeah, they can. Um, yeah, I know the Michigan game wasn't a great representation. They they did made mistakes to kind of kill themselves. But they could have beat Michigan probably by 30, 40 points. If they they could have the beat the Ohio State. Can you imagine the absolute scenes if they had done so? If I would have been going bananas so. on Twitter. Bananas. Literal bananas. Uh, and so would have um, our Red guy, Lewis. yeah, Red Lewis, because um, they would have, they would have beaten all four of them, like he said on this podcast. But he said just they were going to be two. They've already then, done that. But then I would have been worried about them slipping up against Purdue. But we won't know that now. <laughs> um, Anyways, yeah, look, I'm looking forward to Michael Penix. Some people were starting to notice him, starting to put him in the rankings. So I, I see, I see you guys out there with Michael Penix. The, the Penix hive is real. Um, want to see Stevie Scott have a better game? Wop. I need Stevie Scott to just to just focus on 2022. <laughs> I've taken him out of the rankings, man. He ain't done nothing yet. Well, then again, Indiana's passing game has been so it's lethal. been lethal. You just he's just kind of forgotten about. Yeah, Ty Freifogel went from a UDFA to a, a day three guy. Just based on this performance this season, he has to test well as well. But just based on this tape, I mean, good lord, he, he's getting using, mentioned in in Matt Miller articles. Like, it, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a thing. Um, it's beautiful. Uh, Taiwan Mullen, I'm, I'm watching you. you. Need to have a better game this week. Um, but yeah, man, listen, I'm I'm excited that Indiana's is is talked about in the light that they are. They got legit prospects and. Uh, they're they're putting great product on the field, so uh, we'll see what Maryland brings to the table. I don't really know much about the Maryland team outside of Tua's brother, um, so I'm I'm very interested to to watch them up close and personal and see what they do. They got a white running back. I, I did see that. <laughs> I, I I popped in and out of that Minnesota uh, Maryland game, so I did see that. Yeah. All right, uh, we got Texas Tech at number 23, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State favored by 11. Over under on this game is 54. I can tell you, Devin, I really don't care about this game now that Oklahoma State doesn't matter. By the way, by the way, do you know how much this pains me to say, Devin? Chuba Hubbard is barely in my top five at the position now. Yeah. It it's, all went downhill when I ordered that jersey. It went downhill when he made the statements he made, and then the next, what, the same day or the next day, he was with Mike Gundy. So it it just went downhill from there, man. He has been pat. So he started the year running back one. He's now behind Najee. He's now behind ETN. He's now behind Javante Williams. He's now behind a guy that legitimately hasn't played all year in Kenneth Gainwell. When you are losing stock to a guy that hasn't played. I mean, at the end of the day, I think that, you know, he may not be a top five running back in this class or, or you know, he might start the third, fourth. Now, man. I, I know it does, but at the end of the day, I think that, you know, he'll still be someone that contributes at the next level and still he can turn out to be a great player. I just think that just based on how the season has gone and just the way that um, 
they the line hasn't been getting hit, giving him the same holes in daylight. He's not able to showcase his speed, you know, as much, and you know he's he's not seeing the holes as cleanly as he was last year. So it, it's it's a it's a variety of things that are leading to this. So he, it sucks, but at the same time, it's not something that you know I think he's still going to make it to the NFL just based on his physical traits alone. Um, but now it's going to be about you know how teams view him, and he might be end up being a day three pick. You may very well. Uh, I've got him in round three right now. So, uh, by the way, for this game, Oklahoma State covers. Yeah, I mean, it's not I mean, it's Texas Tech. We'll by the see, way, man. Did, did, I don't did, know. do you know who the offensive coordinator is for Texas Tech? Is it Graham Arrow? No, no, no. He's he's at he's at USC as their offensive coordinator. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Chucky Keaton. Oh wow. That name sounds familiar. The Utah State quarterback oh, from like yes. 2012. It's Chucky Keaton. At least I think he's. Uh, I was looking at it. Uh, what is he? Oh, never mind. No, it's not. He was quarterbacks coach at Utah State under this head coach. He's a grad assistant and offensive quality control coach. I'm misread that somewhere where it said offensive coordinator. Oh, God. That's a very big difference. <laughs> Quality control, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, Oklahoma State wins. Number 20, Coastal Carolina against a 2-9 and nine Texas uh, State team. Listen, you know how- Texas State has literally played every <laughs> single week. Do you know what's disrespectful about this line, De- uh, Devin? What? 8-0. 20th in the country, Coastal Carolina, against 2-9 Texas State. Without cheating, what is the line? 10. Okay, you're being even more disrespectful. 17. This should be 40. Uh, It should be, but... Uh, Over-under on this game, 58.5. Coastal Carolina has become one of my teams this year. Um, I'm I like them very much. I like uh, some of their prospects very much. Uh, Teron Jackson, the edge rusher, uh, C.J. Brewer, the, the the nose tackle for Coastal Carolina, um, C.J. Marable, the running back, uh, Grayson McCall, the quarterback who's just a freshman. So they got a lot of good good players on that team. Uh, what Coastal a name, Grayson McCall. Yeah. It just sounds like a, a legit quarterback. Right. Uh, so, yep, 2023 or 2024, 20, 20, maybe. 2023 QB1, Grayson McCall. No, I'm just I won't do that to anybody. You out your damn mind. <laughs> I don't want to do it to anybody. I don't want to freak anybody out. Um, yeah, Coast Carolina wins this by at Legitimately, least. Legitimately, we were in our group chat earlier today. We, we were talking about 2021 and who's the best player. I'm like, or 2022 and who's the best. I'm like, guys, I, I got like 200 more guys I got to watch for this year. All right, like relax. We haven't even finished this season. <laughs> you know, you know how it be, man. Good Draft, God, draft analysts, we always look forward to the. I know, guys. I know, but like, remember when in May when we got like real bored and we started watching for like. Who's going to be the 2027 RB1? I think of that. <laughs> we watch ninth grade football. 
I mean, Arch Manning is going to be, what, the 2028 20, QB1? Stop. So Stop. We're not talking. <laughs> We we have gone totally off the damn rails right now, all because of Coastal Carolina. Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> Coastal Carolina covers uh, next game. Jesus Christ! This is what happens when we record late. What happens when we re- when we record in the morning or in the early afternoon is when we get professional and all of that. And these podcasts don't take forever. When we record at night, Devin and I get tired. And then we we can't keep a straight thought. <clears throat> That's very true. Remember when the when the Iron Bowl used to mean something? Because it sure as hell doesn't this year. Uh, twenty two Auburn on the road against number one Alabama. Alabama favored by twenty four and a half. Yo, these Alabama lines are just straight up disrespectful. <laughs> are they though? Because Bo Nix is the other quarterback. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's about to get ugly. It's about to get real ugly. Uh, over, under on this game, 62 and a half. Uh, give me the over. Give me Alabama the cover. Uh, I got to win it by 27. Yeah, same. I don't even, I don't have any. Uh, although I am interested, um, uh, AJ Schultz, he came out with his rankings. Uh, the Auburn safety will hit it, hit his top five. Uh, Sherwood. Name? I don't even have them on my watch list. Granted, safety is the one I have the. I have so many safeties, so many uh, wide receivers and running backs on my on my watch list, bro. Like I'm not messing with you. I have way too many. Yeah, let me pull it out real quick. But he had uh, a safety at, from. Uh, let me see his name. Uh, I think it's Jamian Sherwood. Uh, he's a junior. Solid of, name. Solid name. Out of Florida. I saw him crack, uh, like I said, A.J. Schultz uh, positional ranking. So that's someone I'm interested in seeing um, in, in terms of who, you know, what type of player he is. Because he, he seems to be getting some buzz. So I want to know just how good he is. So he has him as a fifth rank, his fifth rank safety. And a loaded class, that, and his list didn't include Cisco or, or Darius Washington or, or players like that, Paris Ford. So I'm very You had Javon Holland in a nickel category. He's one of the few where I've ever seen nickel yeah, as an actual that, list. Yeah, act, yeah, actual positional ranking. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see. This is not going to be a good game to evaluate for him because it's going against Devontae Smith. and Good luck. And uh, John Mechie and, and those boys. Um, but, Brampton's own John Mechie. Correct. Um, I'm, I'm also curious to see how Mac Jones plays. Uh, he's got a lot of discussion uh, in, in terms of his where he'll be at uh, at the end of the season in terms of QB rankings. So uh, he has a big game, you know, about well for his stock. And then, of course, um, Najee Harris, what he does against Auburn. He's probably going to tear up their defense. Uh, probably hurdle about three defenders and, and probably truck like seven. So <laughs> that's just on one play. Yeah, uh, that, that'll be the dagger. Yeah, that puts them up thirty-four. Uh, poor Pittsburgh, poor poor Pittsburgh. They just mercy killed Virginia Tech uh, last week, and they did well. They did it in a game that, to be fair to Virginia Tech, Christian Darrisaw did not play in. Um, you know what the reward is for that, Devin? On the road at number three, Clemson. Clemson With, favored by 24, over under 55, and Trevor Lawrence is back. 
I was about to say that Trevor Lawrence is back, so good luck. Uh, Clemson wins and covers because, listen, Trevor Lawrence is going to throw for 305 touchdowns in the first half. Yeah. Because he, he they're they're pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> Just know that. They're pissed off. So, And, and Dabo's going to have some fake speech about no one respects us because we're the number three team in the country. So. And then we're all just going to shut up, Dabo. Just shut up, Dabo. But, yeah, ETN uh, should have a big day. Amari um, Rodgers is going to have a big day. Yeah, I was about to say he should have a good day. Uh, Darian Kendrick, I'm, I'm very interested to see what he does. Pitt has some has a couple of good solid receivers. Uh, so it's gonna it's gonna be a good good challenge. Kenny Pickett is not a slouch. Not. I want to see how Kenny Pickett does against this defense because I read this week that Kenny Pickett has one of the three strongest arms in this class and is one of the most naturally gifted throwers of the football in the 2021 class. Can we move on? No, we can't, because that guy's from my hometown, and I hate him for it. I told him to move. I actually told him to relocate his entire family, because we can't have that level of stupidity in my stop, in my suburb. Yeah, I, I refuse to, to give that any more traction that it got, um, because it... That was one man. of the dumbest things I have ever read in my entire life. There's I actually be... lost brain cells uh, reading that. I was at work. I actually just took my phone, went into the back room, left my phone there. Because if I looked at it any longer, I was going to get a contact dumb. And I needed to make sure that I came out of work still able to read. That was <laughs> that was a lot. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, listen. I'm, I'm not gonna I got away with words, man. I got away with words. I'm not going to give that too much attention because <laughs> you could go a whole rabbit hole down his entire rankings. Because that's not even... Oh, that I don't was, want to. I don't want. That was to. a bad argument, but some of his rankings were just. Anyway, moving forward. Uh, are you sure you don't want to talk about that one? Because the next game is number eight Northwestern versus Michigan State. Over under on this game is forty one and a half. Under, 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 under. Scream under. Say it with me. Let me finish. Under. Let me finish. Northwestern favored by thirteen and a half. This is the most 13 to nothing game I've ever seen in my life, which would mean a Michigan State cover. <laughs> Bad beats. I can see it now. I, this game is going to make Bad Beats on ESPN with Scott Van Pelt because it's going to be – they're going to be up by 14 late in the game. Hell, they might be even up more. They're going to be up late in the game, 21. Michigan State goes down, scores a touchdown. They're going for two. Just to make sure that they cover. But Northwest is obviously winning this game. Michigan State doesn't even know what they're going to run on offense on Saturday. So I, I, I just don't have any faith in them. Sorry, I just I got a notification on my uh, on my phone and I opened it and legitimately all of a sudden was Christian Darisaw just staring at me. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Humble brag. Next game, Colorado on the road against number eight. <laughs> you didn't even give your prediction to the game. <laughs> Hold on. I did. I said, basically, you said your notification was more important than what we had to say about that game. Was I wrong? No. <laughs> I did give my prediction. I said this was the most thirteen to nothing game of all time. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know you were predicting that. I thought you were saying that's what type of game it is. Dude, I've watched Michigan State. Sadly. 
Yeah, I had to watch them against Indiana. That oh, I'm still mad at that game. Indiana should beat them by like 50 in that one. They just stopped caring. Anyways, Colorado on the road against number 18 USC. USC favored by 11 over under 64. Damn, the committee does not. They are not impressed with USC at all. Eight Colorado's eight. good though. Listen, it's going to be I that game. Give the this, ball to my guy Jer- uh, Jared Mangum, but. No. It's going to be that type of game that USC continuously does. They're going to lose late, and Keaton Slovis is going to bail them out once again. I, I I agree. I'm just, I think we should probably get this r- rolling. This podcast has gone on way longer than any of our other ones usually do. Um, yeah, Colorado, uh, will cover USC wins. So, LS at Texas A&M, A&M favored by 14.5, over under 64. I want to pick LSU so bad in this game. You don't understand. Is this one going to go seven overtimes? I hope it does so they can lose in a seven overtime like we did that one year. Um, and I believe it was around Thanksgiving. Yeah, this enough. one's always the Thanksgiving game. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> Arkansas should be the, the whatever. Um... You know what? Fuck it. LSU's going to win. I'm going to go Texas A&M. And I think they cover. It's been a bad year for LSU. Even if Texas A&M... Harris Marshall is still sticking around. If Texas A&M Has Derek Stokely opted out for the 2022 NFL draft yet? Not yet, but it it might be coming soon. Uh, All right, last game, and then we're going to get on out of here, because good God, I feel like we've been talking for a while. Number nine, Georgia on the road at South Carolina, favored by 21 and a half. The over under on this game, Devin, is 49. I don't even know mathematically how that would be possible. Actually, I got Georgia winning and covering, but I'm taking the under. (laughs) You're picking it like 28 nothing? Yeah, like 38-35-3, 38-3-1, something like that. Because South Carolina doesn't even have uh, She Smith. He's going to be out with a concussion. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Shai Smith is out. Um, J.C. Horn, he's gone. Out. So Mu, he's gone. I mean, who do they like have? That. Yeah, Georgia covers. Georgia covers. Is there any other important game I'm missing? Oh, yeah, we didn't even have Maction yesterday and today, man. Oh, yeah, I was depressing. I was looking for, I'm like, yes, I got a Tuesday night. I'm about to look for games, and there was nothing on. And there's nothing on tonight. No, there's no NFL tonight. There are some very bad, very bad NFL games on today. So you should actually listen to this podcast a second time while those games are going on. A little background music. Little background noise. Like I said, man, I, I said in my article, which you can find at, at, at bluechipscaffeine.com, that the, the, the first one, the, the Lions and Texans, is great to have on mute while on your big screen you've got the Macy's Day virtual parade on. Spot the line. I forgot about the parade. I'm not getting up to watch that. Sorry. Just kidding. It doesn't matter anyway. I got to get up for work. So. I got work at 11 o'clock. All right, Devin. That's going to do it for today. As always, you can find me on Twitter, MikeH underscore draft. You can find Devin on Twitter, RealD underscore Jackson. Follow the show on Twitter at Big Shots Pod. Follow Blue Chip Scouting on Twitter at Blue Chip Scout. 
See see what we did there with the name change? Yeah, yeah kind of the same. Anyways, um, as always, Black Friday, use the promo code BIGSHOTS, 28% off your next Built Bar purchase. And until next time, guys, take it easy.